1: You know, I was going to open this thing up with a big hearty scream of let's go because I'm so excited about the start of Real Football, but then I realized that this is going out first thing in the morning, and maybe you don't want the first thing you put in your earballs is me screaming my brains out. But listen, new season, new BGN, same elite talent, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the most downloaded, highest rated, most comprehensive Eagles podcast feed in the universe. The two times SB Nation team brand podcast champions, nobody does it better. Gentle listener, prepare yourselves for the journey that is the 2020 Eagles season. Take that journey with us. Buckle up. Michael Kist here, and it's a new season, and we've got a new vibe, and this is a new show. Quick Jam what is it what's the deal so the execs at SB Nation they wanted something new and this is a product of that this is a show simply designed to give you the most bang for your buck if you are short on time but you need to shove as much Eagles content into your face as possible this is the lunch spot for that so I don't care if it's been poured over on BGN radio on the Kissed and Solak show the QB factory babes on broad from the bleachers eye on the enemy at the podium and we do have a lot of great shows here at BGN I hope I didn't forget any but it doesn't matter if it's been covered and trust me go listen to those shows to get the deep dive right don't miss a single one this show isn't a replacement for the in-depth analysis that you'll get elsewhere on this feed it's not the steakhouse it's the lunch spot grab and go big news in small portions and let's just get into it shall we so the eagles had their first pads on training camp practice with media availability on monday august 17th this was also covered on the most recent bgn radio but here are some quick notes and observations from the eagles and elsewhere let's talk about the 21st overall selection wide receiver out of TCU, Jalen Rager. Rager starting with the first team taking reps at X, while Deshaun Jackson lined up at Z, and Greg Ward lined up in the slot. And to clear up the terminology there, X where Rager is playing right now is typically playing on the outside tethered to the line which is where Alshon Jeffrey is normally aligned. This is where he played in college speaking of Rager here and I do expect him to get some work at Z which is where Jackson was aligned and Z gives them more freedom to motion him around move him around. That alignment versatility will be big if Rager is going to get more opportunities as the Eagles are going to want to kick Deshaun into the slot frequently and get him screaming down the seam at safeties much like they did against Washington in week one last year. As far as his performance went, Rager literally dropped the ball on special teams, muffing two punts, but on offense, he showed some good timing with Wentz on some slants. He had a diving touchdown catch thrown to him by Jalen Hurts, another rookie that elicited some excitement from his teammates. Speaking of Hurts, he took reps as the third-string quarterback and had an up-and-down day per reports. He did have the touchdown to Rager, though, and also found Boise State rookie wide receiver Jonathan Hightower streaking past Russell. Douglas for a long completion and with that we transition right into the cornerbacks and the big question has been who is CB2 next to Darius Slay on day one it was Avante Maddox which isn't much of a shocker with the second team consisting of Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas. Nikkel Roby Coleman is your starter in the slot as expected. Some other notes here, Matt Pryor started at right guard with Peters nursing an injury, which we'll talk about injuries in a moment. Dallas Goddard had a one-handed touchdown grab in the end zone as he ramps up for what could be a defining season for the position with so much talk around Ertz's contract extension possibility and the decision that needs to be made there in the future between Ertz and Goddard possibly. So Corey Clement is looking like the camp darling right now. He's gotten a lot of praise lately, broke off a big run in practice. It'd be nice to see if he can look more like late 2000. 2017 Corey and not 2018 and 2019 Corey he'll be challenged by Elijah Holyfield who had a big run of his own on Monday so the Eagles have an injury report because of course they do and as of now it reads as such Jason Peters with a lower body he is day-to-day J-Jaw with a lower body his day-to-day Derek Barnett lower body he is week-to-week Javon Hargrave upper body multiple weeks. Duke Riley was out with an illness. In summation, of course, Jason Peters would start out the season with a ding, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him on it all season, and I also wouldn't be surprised to see him be able to fight through a lot of this stuff as well. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside has a lot to prove in year two. That's off to a rough start as he shows up to camp with a lower body injury, and Derek Barnett has a lot to prove as well. We are heading into Barnett's fourth year as a pro and his third year as a quote-unquote breakout candidate. Getting healthy would be big for Barnett as injuries has stymied his development in the past. It's also not great that the Eagles start out with two injuries clustered along the defensive line with Javon Hargrave also battling an injury and the term multiple weeks doesn't exactly instill confidence if we translate that through the Doug Peterson decoder ring and it's been reported that this is a pec strain and they're playing it safe while he recovers with hopes of having him ready for week one. Zipping over to the Dallas Cowboys injury news, Stephen Jones told reporters that the feared ACL tear for free agent addition is in fact a ruptured quad tendon. The defensive tackle will undergo surgery and miss the season. McCoy had just signed a three-year $18.3 million deal with the Cowboys in the offseason. That leaves the Cowboys with one true starter among the defensive tackles. That man is Terry Poe, who was brought in on a two-year $8.5 million deal. However, Poe, who turns 30 in August, starts camp on the pup list as he continues to come back from his own quad tear that forced him to miss the last five games of the year while with the Carolina Panthers. And Poe was fairly productive for the Panthers last year, notching four sacks, and should be ready for week one. Other than that, the Cowboys are going to be leading on youth in the interior. Second-year man Tristan Hill, severely underwhelmed as a rookie after being selected 58th overall in the second round last year. Hill was only active for seven games, amassing five measly tackles, and showed why many thought the pick for such an underdeveloped and inconsistent prospect was in fact a reach. Still, the talent is there for Hill if he can put things together, and the Cowboys are going to need him now with McCoy out. They haven't shown a whole lot of faith in that though, as along with the two free agent additions of McCoy and Poe, they drafted Oklahoma defensive tackle Neville Gallimore in the third round with the 82nd overall selection. The fact is, Tristan Hill wasn't even assured a 53 bad roster spot, and part of that is because Gallimore comes out of college as the more polished product from what I've seen from both of them. If Hill was a reach, then Gallimore represents much better value as I thought he could go as early as round two. Ultimately, what might happen is that despite quotes coming out of Dallas saying, that veteran Tyrone Crawford would play more on the edge, he'll maybe kick inside more. He has experience moving around that defensive line. The big question is if he's healthy and will be effective after double hip surgery. Crawford, who turns 31 this season, was just activated off the pup list a few days ago and only played in four games last year. He's also undersized for the position, but with all the players that they have at edge and how little depth they have now inside, it might be the move, even if it's not as the full-time starter and it's more an a pass rush specialist kicked inside type of role. Turning to another NFC East rival, the New York Giants have a new sheriff in town, or Judge, rather. (laughs) Joe Judge, that is. Uh, He has brought an interesting approach to the much-maligned Giants with the intention of instilling discipline in his team. Judge reportedly is sending both players and coaches to take laps if they make mistakes, something that wide receiver Sterling Shepard said he hasn't seen since middle school. And here's the thing with that. Yeah, they desperately need some form of accountability over there, but these grown-butt players tend to buck against that type of style if the wins don't come. And I'm looking directly at you, Matt Patricia. The Patriot way works because Bill Belichick wins. Players have faith in him that for all the hard-nosed coaching, there's a plan. And that plan is a winning one. So Judge is going to have to win quick to prove to the players that they should invest in the culture that he's trying to build there. If not, it'll go real south, real quick, Godspeed, Joe Judge. And I just saw this before finalizing my recording here, but this is a tweet from Catherine Terrell from the Athletic New Orleans. Nigel Bradham, you may remember him, said this about his new team, the Saints. Quote, It's definitely a different type of environment. The last two organizations I went to, it really wasn't a winning organization. So when you come to a place that's known for winning, known for being in the postseason, you see the different type of culture they have. End quote. I'm sorry, Nigel, but I'm gonna have to confiscate all of your marijuana. Is because what an actual hell but it, it and it's rich that the saints recognized that this quote was certified booty cheeks because in their transcript they clarified that what he meant to say was when he was first acquired by those teams which like whatever sure man all right so the eagles next practice is today at 10 30 a.m make sure you're following all the contributors here at the bgn podcast feed and bleeding so you can get all the eagles content you need as we gear up for the 2020 nfl season remember a new bgn Radio is up and they go into much further detail with observations from day one of training camp. This has been the first episode of Quick Jam, your spot for easily digestible Eagles news, big news, and small portions. Go have yourself a day.
0: Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, the Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.